We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens... Talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yes, sir. Joining us right now inside the 8 o'clock hour on The Fan, the legendary Tony Page. What's up, Tony? Keith, how are you, brother? I see you guys don't forget. <laughs> I got Paulie with me, so of course. There you go. <laughs> he knows what to do. And I, I always think about uh, how when I started here, I was looking for ways to connect with you. And when I first got here, I just didn't know too much about how to navigate things. So I'm like looking for your LinkedIn. I'm trying to contact you on the Internet. And then I spoke <laughs> about it on air one night where Paulie was producing my show. And he just gave me this look like, are you serious? <laughs> I have a direct line to Tony. And then you and I connected, and I've had you on a few times. I've got a bunch of open shows, so thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, man, no, no problem. How you doing? I'm good. I mean, uh, had to talk about some Tiger Woods nonsense, but other than that, uh, enjoying it. I've been on the fan now for 14, going on 15 months. I feel like I've got a hang of this, and uh, you know, I've learned uh, by experience, and I've made some friends along the way. There's a lot of callers that consistently call me. I know you have callers that consistently called you. It's a cool feeling to have people that support your show and call every night and listen and interact online. So I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm fine. You become part of the fabric, part of the family after a while. You, you know that, that's where you're heading. But I'm doing I'm doing well. I you know enjoying life, still writing for the Daily News, and you know I know I did the radio for a long time, but I've always been a writer. So that's this is just it's not really retirement. It's just fun. Yeah, when I looked you up, I found a lot of your articles, and uh, I forget which listener actually sent me, and now I, I feel bad because it was early in my tenure. One of the listeners sent me a few of your articles, um, like fan mail, like sent some mail here and sent, sent me a few of your articles, and, and that really you know had me on your trail. But I got to put this out there. We talked about this earlier. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Page will be inducted into the New York State Boxing Hall of Fame on April 30th. Thank you so much. It's, it's a nice honor. I don't know if it means I'm just getting old, but it, it, it's, it's nice. No, it's respect. Some- it's respect on your legacy, on what you've done, and the voice that you are here in New York and in the boxing world, of course. I appreciate it. No, it's, it's, it's nice to know that uh, you can appreciate it for all the work you've done, like you said. And, you know, I, just, I keep on finding stuff to do and, and a little bit of boxing and other sports also. But, uh, you know, I, I, it's funny. I love baseball 
but uh, you know, boxing also has a special place in my heart also. Yeah, I wish I knew more about boxing. I had a caller one night saying that we should talk more about boxing on the fan and that it never gets talked about. And I'm like, well, when, when Tony was here, I'm sure he spent some time talking about it because he's well-versed in it. And, uh, you know, the, the caller's angle was like, hey, this is New York. There's a lot of up-and-coming boxers coming out of New York. And, uh, you know, from what I know, I'm like, every time I hear about boxing, it's about uh, Jake Paul. It's about, uh, you know, <laughs> this YouTuber <laughs> Uh, shaking up the boxing industry and trying to find different people to fight. I don't take those guys seriously. People can say they can fight, but I, I, my advice to anybody who wants to learn about boxing, you go to YouTube, it's like every single fight you can think of is there. You just watch it for free, and you can watch great fighters from 40 years ago, from, from last year, from last week. Somebody's always putting stuff up there. It's, just, it's so much, such a library of, of fights and old fights and classics, and it doesn't cost a dime. Now, you said you love baseball. I love baseball, too. We can talk about that. And uh, this week, we heard about Jacob deGrom again. And uh, obviously, he's not here anymore, but he's not ready to go. He had a little bit of tightness. Jake was sore. He wasn't able to start throwing. And uh, I think that got the attention of some Mets fans that are on his trail still. Some rooting for him to succeed. Some rooting for him to fail. But obviously, the Mets this week, we've seen... Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Kodai Senga, Jose Quintana. They've got a whole new rotation of their own. Uh, what are you thinking about Jacob deGrom now that he's departed and he'll be a starting pitcher for the Rangers? And what are you thinking about these arms that got to prove it this year? Some old, some new, um, you know, this new rotation for the New York Mets. I think the key, of course, is health. And, and I remember having Leo Mazzoni, the former Atlanta Braves pitching coach, on my show and and he wasn't working at the time. And, and I said, what was your key when you were to, with the Braves? He said, I had my guys throw every day. You have to keep the arms straight. You can't, you can't back down. you got to throw every day. He said, they'll never hire me again because they don't want guys throwing every day because they think that's going to make them get hurt. But you had pitchers like you know Koufax and Gibson guys like that were throwing up to 300 innings a year, and they seemed to hold up okay. I, I think with the Mets, it's the Mets in any team. I said years ago that baseball is going to go to five-man rotation. Now I'm saying it's going to go to a six-man rotation because they don't know how to protect these guys. They don't know how to let them keep throwing. So right now the key for every franchise, especially the Mets, you have to have depth at the starting rotation, not just five or six. You've got to go deeper than that. I always look back to the 66 Dodgers with um, it was Koufax, Drysdale, Orstein, and um, a rookie, Don Sutton. That was the rotation four man that you can't do that today and it never would a general manager gets fired for doing that but you're going to have to go six at least six deep i think and if the mets can stay keep these guys healthy um they they should be able you know i it's not a question of getting to the playoffs i think every mets fan you know getting to the playoffs at this point that's not acceptable it's the world series and it's not even world series or bust it's world series period win it yeah and that's what the players are talking and you know baseball is changing a ton we're walking into a season uh, well, last year we saw the new playoff format. This season we'll see some rule changes. I used to brag about, you know, there's no clock in baseball. Now there's a legit pitch clock. <laughs> and now there's rules that say you can't throw the first more than twice. And uh, now they want everybody in their true positions. They're changing how you can shift and how you can defend. And uh, what are you thinking about these new rule changes for Major League Baseball? They're trying to speed up the pace of play. And uh, I hope it's for the best. I hope it's for the better. Well, the first thing that got me, they're keeping the ghost runner. I'm like, it's for extra innings. I'm like, really? I thought that was the one thing that would go. Uh, and the throwing over that, you know, I can't get over it. They're taking away part of the game. 
I, I, it made me think back when, when I grew up in the Bronx and the Forest Projects, and we used to play ball in the schoolyard on 163rd and, and off of Trinity Avenue. And if we didn't have enough guys to play baseball, we only played on, or softball, we played on half the field. So you hit a ball, first base is really second base, third and home. Everybody had to hit it on the left side if you were left or right-hand batter. And we'd switch. So right-handed batters had to learn to go the opposite field. That's a lost art. You know, they, they put this, they put this, the shift in because these guys aren't smart enough or they're too stubborn to go the other way. Some of the, you know, making the bases bigger, I'm like, eh, throwing over. So what? You get the guy to throw over once or twice and then you're going to steal. I don't know if they're going to do that because how many guys really know how to steal bases? Not, you know, they, it, not that no. many. The Yankees need more. <laughs> the Yankees need more guys that can steal bags. It was, it was always the leadoff guy was going to steal bases, whether it was Maury Wills or Lou Brock or, or Vince Coleman or, or Ricky Henderson. And you knew once they got on, they were going to steal base. You know, you know when, when um, uh, uh, Gardner was leading off or even uh, D.J. LeMahieu, they're not stealing any bases. Gardner used to when he was younger, but they just, they're almost like a decoy. You know, if you can get a guy to throw over, you're doing your job. Because then if you want to run, you know he can't throw over there. Yeah, the thing about, too, with that Manfred man on second, that ghost runner thing that bothers me is that they couldn't agree on anything last year, and that's why they locked out. But they unanimously voted to keep the runner on second, and uh, CeCe Sabathia came through. I think he was on Tiki and Tierney earlier in the week, and he said, uh, we don't get paid for overtime. And I said, stop that. <laughs> CeCe, you got the ball every five days, and you weren't finishing any games. You were relaxing. The fans are not in a rush. People pay good money to sit in Yankee Stadium until the last out, until the game is decided. And uh, also, they they decided to have it in the regular season, but not right. in the postseason. I mean, it, could you just be consistent? Pick one. I mean, if you're going to leave it there, leave it there. But I don't, you know, look, that was a part of the fun of, of baseball. Like, you know, like you said, now there's a clock. But, you know, this, this. You know, now I hope when they do the ghost runner, I hope it doesn't work and you know, nobody can drive the guy in and it goes 20 innings anyway. Then what you're going to do? <laughs> but it, it, it's, you know, it's, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm just curious to see how it goes. I think the, one of the last time I went to Shea Stadium, uh, we saw Steve's uh, Traxel pitch and everybody was yelling out that, you know, when we're young, please get put a ball already. I understand the pitch clock for somebody like him was perfect, but pitchers who take a long time, I wonder what, how their reaction is going to be because now they're out of their comfort zone. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of guys that are used to, you know, controlling things. It's funny. CC Sabathi is a guy that said, uh, you know, 50,000 people in the Bronx waiting on me. They don't. The game doesn't start until I'm ready to go. Well, the game doesn't start until that clock hits zero. You better be ready to throw the ball. <laughs> right. It's, it's right. going to be interesting. I, I don't want to hate on it before I see what it does to affect the game. There's, yeah. there's bigger bases now. They're, they just showed an image today that the size of the new bases, uh, it's the same size as an extra-large pizza box. Yeah, I think didn't, didn't people, we play wiffle ball. Didn't we use a pizza ball box for home plate or something like that? <laughs> Everything goes back to wiffle ball days. Everybody yeah. <laughs> everybody figured out how to play with uh, pizza boxes and, and stick balls. And uh, yeah. <laughs> now Major League Baseball is trying to figure out how to change their game to attract outside fans and not the uh, diehard fans. Let's, let's talk about basketball as we're shifting from one league to another that's changing. Um, I was talking already today. We're in the all-star break. The NBA, to me, is soft. And uh, Charles Barkley had a quote today that uh, it just, like, I don't know. I, I felt like he was spot on. And Charles, obviously, is from the, uh, you know, you know 90s, older days. But he said, y'all baby these dudes today so much. They don't want to play back-to-back games. 
Every time a fan says something, they get them tossed out of the arena. If they're not happy, they want to get traded from the team. It's going to come to a head in the next CBA. Like, there's going to come a point in the collective bargaining agreement where these owners of these teams lock down and say, hey, the player, the player empowerment movement is done. You guys have taken this too far. We're even at the point now in this all-star game where the first year that they're going to pick teams, they don't want anyone's feelings to get hurt by being picked last. So they're going to have the reserves picked first and then pick the starters. Where are we going in, in the NBA, Tony? Getting softer and softer. I was watching, I think it was a documentary or something, and the guy, the, the player just said it. Um, you know, we played back-to-back-to-back. I'm like, oh, Lord, three days in a row? Imagine putting that, you know, <laughs> the, the, the union would lose their mind. And, and I, was, I was doing a podcast with a, with a buddy of mine today, and it, it was just so funny that I brought up Will Chamberlain. People forget he played, at one year he played every minute of every game, but a little bit over because he played all, every overtime game. Never fouled out of a game. And like here, you guys, you, you, they went. They did train travel. They did coach uh, uh, airplane travel. You guys have chartered planes. You guys, you know, you, you've got nutritionists. You've got all kind of help to make you, you know, be out there. And then they bring up load management. That's when I turn the channel between between that and the three point <laughs> shot. If I could change basketball, make one one change, I would have the, the three point shot not allowed toward the till the fourth quarter. And if you take a three-point shot and your feet come inside the line, it's a two-pointer. Yeah, these guys, uh, now they all have signature shoes. Will Chamberlain yeah. was playing in Converse and Chuck Taylor yep. All-Stars. Yep, and, you know, and they, they, you know, they all wore shorts. And it's funny, the long shorts, you know, they, they do get heavier no matter what they're made of. When they get wet, they get heavier. It might slow you down. But these guys, you know, they are soft. It's like if you said you got to play three games in a row, you know, they're, they're looking at you like crazy. Two days is too much. And and you, you still need a day off. You know, I, I just what I don't understand. It, it's it's getting softer and softer. Like I said, it's just a game of dunks and, and three-point shots, and there's no, you know, I think guys in high school, if you came into the gym at 6'9", 6'10", the, the, the coach was drooling because you're going to play center. Now you walk into the gym at that height, the, 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 the coach asks, can you shoot a three? Yeah, so that's they're bring, those guys are bringing the ball up. <laughs> those guys yeah, want to be exactly. – uh, they want to run point. They want to be the, the one or the two. Uh, yep. Tony, are you are you willing to stay with us to take some calls? I'm sure somebody out there listening wants sure. to reconnect with you. Sure, whatever you want to do, no problem. I'm, 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 I'm in for the night, as they say. Cool. Appreciate you so much. You know that. Uh, let me ask you one more thing before we go to break. This might uh, spark someone's interest. This whole Aaron Rodgers saga right now. Uh, we heard today that Derek Carr will be visiting the Jets this weekend. We also know that right now Aaron Rodgers is on his four-day darkness retreat. Uh, right. what, what are you thinking about the Jets? Obviously, Woody and those guys came out and said they're in the market for a veteran quarterback. That's priority number one. But what are your thoughts? We've been talking about Aaron Rodgers for weeks. You know, we, New York just got rid of one Hall of Fame prima donna in Kyrie Irving. Now you're going to bring another Hall of Fame prima donna here. His <laughs> yep. hold. Let him stay there. Derek Carr, Carr is, a, is a perfect fit for them because let's say you gave him a five-year contract. When he's done, he's 36. If, anything, if he has a good year, he'll have more years. So he could be the quarterback of the future. Aaron Rodgers, you could sign him to three years. He could leave after a year. You know, and, and I can't see him in this environment of New York. He seems he's a great player, no no mistake. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes, yes, he is. He's going to set records. We know that, but he just seems uh, too flighty for me. You know, somebody's going to say something. He's not going to want to talk to anybody, or he's going to get upset. And if he leaves after one year, 
or two years, who's the quarterback in the future? Because, because you know, what's his name? Zach Wilson's going to be sitting on the bench anyway. So what, what's the future of the team? You're, they're to, you're trying to win a championship now, but you got to look long-term because you have no guarantee that this guy isn't going to go into some funk and not want to play anymore. I agree with you. I think he's going to Vegas. I think if this guy is looking for isolation, he doesn't want to come to New York. If he's already got a problem with the media where he's saying, hey, I have an inner circle and anything you hear isn't coming from my inner circle. Well, in New York, you're going to hear a bunch of things. And in New York, the media is going to be all over you, especially as a quarterback of the Jets. Okay, let's take this break right now, Tony. For all the Tony Page fans, call us up, 877-337-6666. We'll come back. Tony will take some calls, and then we'll let him go enjoy his Friday night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Fan. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It was all a dream. New York City. Tony Page is still with us, and we got to get right to the phones. You know people want to talk to Tony Page. Tony, you're still there, right? I'm still here. All right, let's get right back into it. Let's start with Terrence in Maryland first up. On the fan. Hey, Hello, how's it going? This sounds like a relative. <laughs> Something like that. How's it going, Pop? I'm doing fine. That's my grandson, folks. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind tonight? Well, I mean, I just got off work uh, finally, but um, I, I was definitely had to tune in. You know, I heard that you were. Uh, coming back on so you know got to give us support but I, I love hearing you talk sports so also you know i'm just here i'm just here to hear your voice and hear you do your thing well i appreciate it. he has kind of a little bit of future he might be a future uh, talk show host at some point he's got some opinions oh i, I definitely have some opinions <laughs> how old are you terrence uh, i'll be actually i'll be 25 next month Okay, you got some time. You got some time. Took me uh, 11 years after graduating college to get on air here at WFA, and I'm 34. Oh wow! Yeah, I I I could I could definitely talk I could talk sports all day. So what you got for Tony? You got a sports topic for him, or you guys got family stuff to talk on air? Either either one is cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I I didn't really get to. Uh, talk with him about the Super Bowl that much. I wanted to uh, get his opinion on it. I, you know, I thought it was great as, as, a, as a fan. What I wanted was for the Kansas City Chiefs to score at the end 
and then Jalen Hurts come down and he scores, and then they got to go to overtime, and it goes on and on and on. But what 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 uh, Andy Reid did was was just textbook genius. You know, don't stay in bounds and run out the clock, and don't give Hurts anything to deal with, and that's what he did. Not not the kind of ending I wanted, but for the Eagles, you know, you put thirty five points on the board. Win. I mean, he knows how to win games, so I, I, I'm kind of not surprised. Uh, I mean, I, honestly, I I would have loved an overtime game, but at, at the same time, as you know, I'm a Giants fan, so I just despise the Eagles entirely. <laughs> yeah, we all won when the Eagles lost. Yeah, exactly. It kind of still fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, Terrence, all thanks right, for the call. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Let's go to Frank in Syosset on the fan. Oh, my God. Tony Page, it's a pleasure to, to speak with you, and, and I thank you, Keith, for uh, letting this happen to me. See, what, what you don't know, Keith, I've only, Tony, I've only spoken to Keith once. It's Franklin Syosset. I don't know if you remember me from seven or eight years ago, but I used to drive a cab up in Syosset, so they call me Franklin Syosset on the fan. And uh, you used to like to pick topics. So one night you, you, you picked a topic. You said, what was the most significant thing you, you, you remember about uh, the first significant thing you remember about baseball uh, to come back to life after 9-11? And I happened to be the next call. And I said to you, Tony, I'm, I, I, I'm not a Mets fan, but I got to tell it like it is. It was the Mike Piazza home run. And you mm. said, Frank, this is for you. And you played the audio for me <laughs> over the air. Do you remember, Tony? I think so, yep. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's, it's, it's been like seven or eight years, right? Yeah, yeah, it has been. Oh, my God. It's amazing to speak with you because I, I, I've had this wish because my son is 26 years old and your grandson sounds like a total gentleman. And, um, and, and Keith is very smart to... to to uh, have you in his corner. He's a smart man, I could see. So, uh, because you've always had total respect for the callers, and um, and I, I thank you for that. And and I remember you used to call, talk to the guy in the bread truck. The bread yes. truck. <laughs> oh, it's Bye. such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure to speak to you again, Tony. Take care, Frank. Take care. That's before my time. I don't, I don't remember those uh, calls, Tony. I don't remember the bread truck. Or the cab, or the Mike Piazza one the, stuff. It's for one of one of the, the best things I like to do is every Thanksgiving I would ask people what are they thankful for. You know, we talk about baseball forever, but you know, or, or you know, give me give me a Mother's Day. We'd ask what give me give me something on your mother or Father's Day. The same thing, and, and it always it got away from sports, but sports was right in there because you know your, your father would take you to the first game, or your mother would come watch you play, or something like that. And you know, we all you know we think we're here because of us, but our parents are the ones who got us here, and. And they're the ones that, that give us the hopefully the right direction. Awesome. I always try to keep it to sports, but family and life and all those type yep. of conversations just naturally come through on the microphone. So I'm glad that there are people listening that, you know, shared some experiences with you. It's similar for me, right? You know, he said how he was driving a cab and I've connected with people that drive Lyft Uber. I drove Lyft, Lyft Uber and there's so many people that I've uh, taking calls from or gotten tweets from that say, hey, man, you make my overnight shift better um, or my nighttime shift better. And, and I think that's what we're doing, right? We're on at night. We're working, but we're doing this to entertain and get people through their job, through their night shift. And then there's 
there's nights where it's it's difficult because something bad has happened. And it, I remember I was on the air when the, the, the singer Phyllis Hyman died. She was one of my favorite singers. And one guy said, I'm just not familiar with her. So I came back. I was only on once a week back then. So I came back the next week and I played some of her music. And he, he was like, oh, my God, she sounds beautiful. Yes, she was. And, and you know, there's good, night, there's good nights. There's great nights when a team wins and when they lose. And there's, you know, life that happens also. Okay, this is a this is turning into a legendary night. We got to go right back to the phone. New York Knicks, Dick Barnett on the line. Hold on, hello, Good Lord. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Tony, Dick Barnett, Doctor Barnett. Doctor, of course, Doctor Dick. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Is there Fantastic. any truth? Let me, let me ask you, is there any truth to the rumor that, that the NBA is going to celebrate the 73 Knicks with the 50th anniversary this weekend? Uh, yes. Uh, next week, uh, yeah, next weekend. Oh, okay. I got a little birdie right. Congrats. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a chance to, uh, be on, uh, garden floor once again. Exactly. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. What's on your mind tonight? No. Are you speaking to me? Of course. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I just went to, and Tony was talking about it, and I thoroughly agree with, with him concerning the three-point shot, maybe in the last quarter, but uh, I, I think that has uh, really been... Uh, I, I don't think that has been a, a, a good thing for basketball. Let, let, let me ask you something. Those, those championship teams you played with, if there was a three-point line back then, would that have changed your game? Somewhat. Uh, Lucas could shoot it. We, we had a, a number of people that, that could shoot, but uh, uh, I, I'm concerned with uh, the defense that's being Played in the NBA now, exactly. What uh, well, one of the things that you talked about, Tony, when when I first began, you you you're talking about Will Chamberlain and 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 Jabbar and uh, uh, Bill Russell. Uh, one of those things I, I was playing against, uh, you know, Sam Sam Jones, Oscar Robinson, Jerry West. Uh, so, you know, uh, it, it has changed. It has changed. Let me ask you something. Is Sam Jones the best shooter off glass from deep that you no played No question. Against? He, he was the best, best backboard shooter that, I, that I've ever seen play uh, basketball completely. A profound shooter. Absolutely. <laughs> Dick, it's good hearing your voice, man. Okay, Johnny. You take care of yourself. Okay, talk to you. All right. Thanks for Keith, the call. I hope, you I hope you don't think I'm not taking over your show. I just laughing. No, I'm it. I'm listening to the show. I'm enjoying this. I'm like, wait, Dick Barnett, we're going, we're turning back the clock. He's 86 years old. He just called in for you. This is your show now. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good man. That's great. Let's keep it rolling. I mean, the the phone is hot right now, and people are hearing you. This is New York. This is WFAN, and Tony Page is with us. Jason in California calling the fan in New York. Yeah, real quick on the shift, guys, and the elimination of the shift. 
from what I had seen the last year or two, when good teams are at the plate, smart hitting teams, shifting didn't work. They knew to go to the opposite field and they were smart enough to pull that off. It's, as a Cubs fan, I guess I don't really mind getting rid of the shift because I think when we adapted to it well, we've got Dan B. Swanson to play shortstop and moving Nico Horner over to second. So the premium now is going to be on mobility from infielders, but I was kind of felt that this was an issue that the commissioner did not need to involve himself in. I'm kind of disappointed that he did. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't, I don't think enough teams do that though. I, you know, to me, it's an insult if I was a hitter. If, you know, I'm a right-handed batter and you got three guys on the left, I'm somehow I'm going the opposite way because that's an easy hit. There's nobody there, but I don't, I didn't see a lot of that. I just saw guys trying to just hitting into the, into the shift all the time or trying to hit over the shift. Well, but doesn't, you know, in the end, you know, they call it Darwinism, you know, thin out the dumb hitters, I guess. And I, I don't know. I mean, again, it's not a big deal one way or the other. I just felt like the commissioner did not need to involve himself in it. <laughs> At least he could have got rid of the, the ghost runner, but he didn't even do that. That I agree with. <laughs> yeah, get rid of that. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jason. We're we're in the Manfred era of baseball. I don't know who the next commissioner yeah. will be. I don't know how long he's going to be commissioner, but there are a ton of changes in baseball, whether they're good or bad. Uh, we don't know yet. The future is upon us in this next season. But a lot of these things, you know, as you know, Jason, the last caller said, uh, Manfred shouldn't have involved himself. He ha- he's the commissioner. This is his era of baseball. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if we end up having seven inning games. If Major League Baseball expands to Charlotte and Tennessee, and then they do this realignment with the divisions. And we see a 140 game season. Like all of that stuff is coming. Robo umps. That's what I want. I wanted to ask you that. Do you think it goes to 154? You said 140. You think they, they reduce the amount of games? Absolutely. They're, I mean, they already, like, we're already trending in that direction. And uh, when you, you know, I heard Evan talking the other day about a guy like Max Scherzer being up there in age and having him ready for October. And, you know, all of these games. And then a lot of people are using the example of the Philadelphia Phillies making it to the World Series. And they were the third best team in their division. You know, so all of those games, 162 games, they couldn't figure out how to win the division or come in second. But they did enough at the end to fight and get into the wild card. Uh, The regular season's not going to matter as much. It doesn't matter right now as much in the NBA Right, these guys are load managing. They won't play back to back games. I think we're going to start getting to the point. We already are. Like the Yankees have scheduled rest days for players. We're going to start getting to the point where you know it's already switched up. You're not facing your division rivals 19 times now. They're going to face the entire league. Like baseball is evolving, and I think we're going to get to a point where there's not 162 games. I think they're going to. Let me ask. Let me ask you this then. This is probably blasphemous. I know there's the wild card. Could you see Major League Baseball adapting a play-in tournament? Yeah. I, everything is on the table, and yeah. I think what they're yeah. doing is looking at every other league and saying, how can we change our game to get closer to these leagues, to steal some of the fans of football and, and basketball and get more attention on baseball so baseball doesn't get left behind as the old sport, America's old pastime. All right. Okay, let's take two more calls, and then I'll let you go. I appreciate you, Tony. I can't say it enough. You're the man. Oh, no problem. Not at all. Mark is in Connecticut next up on The Fan with Tony Page. Mark, are you Mark? there? Going once. This brings back memories. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's something that we all, I feel like every host at WFAN, at least like twice a week, we go to a call where it's like, you there? Oh, they kind of leave us hanging. Let's go to my guy Harvey in Dix Hills. I know Harvey's there. Hi, Tony. How are you? Pretty good, Harvey. How you doing? Pretty good. As I said, uh, Keith is in your tradition. Um, I express a lot of ideas, and I don't care if anybody disagrees with me or agrees with me. And uh, free to express what we want to do, and that's that's what I love about Keith. I love talking to him, and basically right. the way you are, and and I miss you. The last time I spoke to you, it was either your last show at an honor, and your or your la- next to last show, and I mentioned to you that I took boxing lessons with Aaron Superman Davis, and I oh, didn't know where he was for two hours, and you had told me that he had a gym in the Bronx, and I found out his gym burned down. So I'm oh, still looking oh. for Aaron Davis. Okay. Oh man, if you remember that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that was I'm still looking for him because the the what I like to ask you because I'm feeding off what Keith said before about the Rooney the Rooney rule, Mm -hmm. and there was talk was it the year before we got to eliminate the Rooney rule because it wasn't working, and I just think it you have to have the Rooney rule. As a matter of fact, they expanded it, so instead of one interview, they have they uh, they have to interview two. Uh, mm-hmm. minority people. And, uh, for example, this year, uh, 41% of the head coaching candidates were, were, uh, co- uh, candidates of color, uh, and 11 to 27, and, uh, five were actually interviewed more than once, and they hired one out of five. Uh, and that was, uh, the Houston, Houston team hired D'Amico Ryans. Do you, and okay, I don't know, I like what you, what Keith thinks and what you think about the Rooney rule. Is it working or not? I don't know if it's working. They need it. I, I don't mind them expanding it, but you know, you see what's going on with, with uh, Eric the enemy. I mean, I'm trying to wrap my, um, my, my, my thinking of, around the fact that the Arizona Cardinals signed the offensive coordinator of the losing Super Bowl team, but the winning Super Bowl offensive coordinator with two rings and three trips doesn't even get a courtesy call. I mean, what, what happened? And to me, to me, him going to Washington, that's a, that's not a lateral, lateral, lateral move. That's a step down because you're, you're going to a who knows who the quarterback's going to be there. But I think you have to keep the pressure on with the, the ruling rule because then it still makes people look bad that you, you know, we, well, we've interviewed 15 uh, minority candidates and we hide two. That's not a very good percentage if that's what happens. Yeah, but, but it is, you have to be in it to win it. You know, yeah. and if you, and if you, if you, I know the whole idea of all where they were forced. Well, I'll tell you what, 61% of, uh, Football players are, are uh, minority candidate minority football players. You'd yeah. think that there'd be more qualified head coaches. We all know that. But if they're and some of the coaches just don't belong to be hired, I need are qualified to be hired. So if you have African Americans or any other minority candidates interviewed, you have a better chance of being hired. And I think it's working. I really do. I think it's a great to have it because, as I said a couple of years ago, they want to eliminate it and say it wasn't working. What do you think, Keith? Yeah, I mean no. the Rooney Rule. It isn't so much whether it's working or not. I think it has to exist, but it's about how it's like executed, how it's implemented, you know, and if they're actually it's it's one thing if you're bringing in Marvin Lewis just to satisfy the Rooney rule and you have no intention of actually giving him an opportunity. Uh Brian Flores and Steve Wilkes, their, their lawsuit is still out there. It's still pending. It's it's still a thing because they felt like they were wrong. They felt like they didn't get a fair shake. So uh, with the Rooney rule, for me, it's like, are are they doing it just to appease the NFL? Are they doing it just to satisfy and check off a box? Okay, we brought one black guy in here. Good enough. Or are they actually looking at candidates and giving them a fair shake for 
what I see is like a guy like Eric Bieniemy that played in the league has had success as a coach, has worked his way up the ranks. For years, he's been trying to get a head coaching job. What is it about him? Is it his personality? Is it his rap sheet, his off-the-field stuff? Like, what is it about him that he hasn't gotten the opportunity yet? And now he's won a second Super Bowl where, like Tony just said, I said it was a lateral move. It's not a lateral move. You're going to a worse situation with an unknown quarterback, with Sam Howell. They're saying as the quarterback, he can't be a starting quarterback. If he is, that's a step down. They're probably going to lose games, and that's not going to actually help you Uh, When you're looking for a head coaching job, if you won five games calling the plays just to say, well, this is my first year calling the plays, I don't think he's going to have a better better go at it next season if if the commanders struggle. But the enemy is actually interviewed the most most times of any candidate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What is it about him? He's gotten interviews over the last, like, five years. He's always in the running, in the running, in the running. Like, what are we missing about him? I know he had some charges during his playing career. Um, but, but, you know, the thing about is the charges, I checked that. In the last thing on his rap sheet, if you will, he was arrested for drunk driving in 2001. That's over 20 years ago. He hasn't had a, a blip. So, you know, like I said, he might be the designated survivor where they bring him in and okay we talk like you said okay we we had a black candidate let's get to the guy we really care about because it's window dressing some point but i i I said keep it there but i wonder how many teams are really really paying attention to it we're just doing it because we have to do it see i was hoping that competition would would uh you know the way you live your life you have to be blind to, to color religion sex and nationality okay that's how i've lived my whole life in football they got to do the same so what the money and success and winning is utmost in football. So if you want to win, you're going to pick the best. Should be able to pick the should pick the best candidate available, no matter who you are. And that's that's my uh, that's the goal is is to just the teams hire the best candidates, no matter who you are and where you come from. Thanks for the call, well, Harvey. Thank you, thank you, Keith. I mean, I, I mean, I, I like that. D'Amico Ryan's got hired. I, I spoke on that when he got hired. Um, especially, you know, but I wish it was a. That's a crappy franchise, and and I, you know, but you that's the to, franchise that drafted him, <laughs> right? But you know, but hopefully they'll give him the time to to build it. You know, maybe you win five games, maybe the next year, next year you win eight. I mean, you have it's a process. You have to stick to it. If you know, if he doesn't win, you know, if he wins five games, I don't want to hit a bone and saying, "Gee, we got to go another direction." You got, you keep going through coaches. He keep going through black coaches, so just let him learn and and build it at his own speed, like like all the other coaches do. Yeah, with the Texans, and and I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, they had Lovey Smith and they had David McCulley. I forget what yeah, is yeah. what is, is that? What is I think that's his name a year ago. Um, yeah, David McCulley, just Cully, David Cully, yeah. and uh, David, Lovey Smith. I mean, he took a team to the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that? get by him an extra year do you think no because i really think that what what they had to do last year if you remember tony they wanted to hire josh mccown with no coaching experience oh yeah and everybody pointed at them and said whoa 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 you can't do that you know you have to hire some minority uh, candidates and then the nfl was under fire by brian flores and they said okay well we have a guy on our staff that we're gonna make the head coach that makes the nfl look better and that makes us look better and you also got to remind people that like Cal McNair is the owner, but his dad, Robert McNair, was the guy that was quoted as saying, you can't let the inmates run the asylum. And that raised some uh, red flags around the organization down there in Houston, Texas. I don't know. I'm okay with them now coming to 2023 and deciding that D'Amico Ryans, who uh, arguably was the coordinator of the best defense in the NFL, 
Um, he gets to go home to the team that drafted him, and there's a new era, and I think that they've done right in Texas, in Houston. I hope so. Look, give him a chance. That's all I'm saying. It's not, you're not, you know, not going to be undefeated in your first year. There's going to be some, some bumps and bruises, but let him, let's just hope it's, hey, let him build a, build a uh, franchise there. Lenny is in Teaneck, New Jersey, on the fan now with Tony Page. Hey, how you doing, Keith? Man, I listen to you a lot. Uh, Tony, I miss you, man. When I used to go uh, to work in the morning, I used to listen to you on the overnights, man. I miss you a lot. But, Tony, Thank Floyd, you. I know you're a boxing guy, and so am I. Floyd Mayweather Jr., let me ask you a question. From the 80s, what do you think he would have done against Tommy Hearns, Sugar Ray Leonard, Aaron Pryor, or uh, Alexis Arguello or Roberto Duran. What do you think he would have fared against those guys I just mentioned? A lot of losses. <laughs> yep, that's what I tell everybody. But no one wants to listen to me. No, he's the best. Now, now George Foreman wasn't my favorite fighter. What do you think a young George would have done against Mike Tyson? I think George would have done what he did with all short guys like Robert Cooper. Yep. Joe Frazier, he just pulled him off and hit him with one shot, and it's over. It, it, yup, exactly, you know, man. Like, I've been lucky to meet George. George is as, as tall as he is. That's how wide he is. He's a big Okay. Dude. Okay. All right. Yep. Thanks, Tony, man. I miss you, man. I wish you'd come back once in a while, man. I appreciate you. Take care of yourself. Thanks for the All right, call, boy. Lenny. And, and Tony's been back with me, I think, like four times now, so... Uh, as long as I'm reaching out and as long as Tony's down, you'll hear him on my show. Let's take this last call because we're about to be up against it. Kevin is in Floral Park on the fan. Go for it, Kev. Hey, guys. How you doing, Keith? I love your show. From the very beginning, I heard your first show. And, uh, Tony, we go back. You don't know it, but we go back many decades in your uh, in your career on the radio. Um, I just want to say I really called up. I really called to say thank you guys for what you do. And, Tony, I always remember you. Like on uh, Saturday night, you say, don't drink and drive. And then you say, hey, guys, don't forget Mother's Day. Don't forget to buy your mother some flowers. So uh, <laughs> yeah. things like that, you love to remember for, Tony. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Guys, that's all I have. Have a great night and uh, keep up the great work. KM to the AM. I'm your boy. I'm listening to you all the time. I might not call, but I'm with you all the time. Appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you Tony, very you much. Well. Tony. Thank you, man. Thank you for joining my show and giving us so much time. I, I, I've told you, man, I appreciate you. I admire you. You helped pave the way for me. You're a legend. You're going into the Hall of Fame. You're still doing your thing, writing your articles. Is there anything else you want to say before we sign off and go to break? No, just just, just for, for you, just keep on doing what you're doing. You seem like, you, like I said, you become part of the family, part of the fabric. Uh, you're doing the right, you know, you're, you're doing it the right way. Keep it up. And I think big things are in, in the works for you down the road. Yeah, I'm working on it, and uh, you obviously help, you know, uh, coming on my show and giving me your stamp of approval and giving me your time. I will add that Tony has been still doing his thing, writing for the Daily News. He's working on a piece on Jackie Robinson, and he's got yeah. one coming up on Effa Manley. And uh, keep a lookout for all the stuff that he's writing. Tony's still out there doing his thing, and he'll be checking and in with an, me I on the phone. Keep an eye on Paulie. Just you gotta keep an eye on him. <laughs> I got no choice. He's behind the glass. I was staring at him the whole show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Page on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.